0: Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show.
1: Tighten your life vest, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula.
0: Good morning, Chattanooga area. Tony Sanders Outdoors is live on the air from the banks of the Tennessee River, along with Robert Pratula. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm good. And yourself? I'm doing well. Doing hey, well. we're going to start off on a sad note. Okay. Some of you may not know this. President H.W. Bush, Bush 91, 91, 41, <laughs> died at 94 last night. So uh, President Bush did pass away last evening. Who, uh, You know, his lovely wife Barbara died earlier, and uh, but he did pass away. And, uh, you know, we were talking on the way into the studio this morning, uh, he was an he was a pretty avid outdoorsman, and uh, you pulled up some facts that I didn't even remember.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, George Bush was a member of the fishing Bass Fishing Hall of Fame. Uh, as vice president, he played a key role in the passage of the Waldrop-Bro Amendment to Sport Fishing Restoration Act, which generated more than $650 million per year for sport fish restoration. He also established 56 new wildlife refugees, th- restored 3 million acres of wetlands and signed uh a policy of no net loss to wetlands when he became president. So he was he was quite the outdoorsman. I remember him doing a lot of uh striper fishing up at Kenny Bunkport, right? Right. So, um huge fisherman. Mhm. I saw I saw some documentary at one point about him or or some interview with him and he had a little fishing shack and there were all these big striper poppers on the wall and he had, he loved to go fast in his boat and Apparently a couple of times he the uh Secret Service had trouble keeping up with his boat.
0: Mhm. I've so. I've I've heard that. <laughs> I know he was um loved uh he fished down at um Ray Scott's place mm-hmm. down in uh in lower Alabama. Uh he and in Bush forty three were often uh down there fishing. Um uh, so he passed away last night and uh uh, classy guy. I, I mean, he was just... I think he epitomized class. May Didn't have to agree with him. But the way he handled defeat, the way he handled a lot of things, the way he executed the uh, Operation Desert Storm or Shield. Which one was it? Uh, shield, shield, I believe. Uh, it, you know, it just... It, uh, and a career service to the to the country. I mean, from uh, a World War II fighter pilot at age of eighteen, uh, being shot down 51, 50, 58 missions, uh, being shot down. Uh, CIA director, representative, ambassador, vice president, and president. Heck of a career,
1: no doubt. I'm, I'm sitting there reading a little bit of it. He well, he was also uh, got the Distinguished Flying Cross and three other air medals. I remember seeing photos of him getting picked up, uh, I think by a submarine when his mm-hmm. plane went down.
0: Yeah, he was. Um, most I think his crew, a lot of his crew got were lost in the the crash, and um, and he talked about he was in a boat in the middle of the ocean, and all of a sudden the the periscope or whatever. It, Whatever it was came up out of the water, and, and then the submarine came up.
1: That must have been an eerie feeling seeing a periscope just pop up right yeah. where you're at,
0: not not knowing whose it is.
1: Yeah, f- friend or foe. There, <laughs> um,
0: avid sportsman. Mm-hmm. Uh, did he did do a tremendous for amount for the outdoors? Uh, but it, like I said, he did load fish, and uh, and and go fast in his boat. <laughs> I, rem- I remember that story That was pretty funny can't
1: blame the man if you get hey if you got the boat open it up
0: so good for him again uh the epitome of class i think
1: i think so too
0: again didn't always agree but uh did a lot of good after i mean when you i thought about it coming down he's he's been out of office 26 years think about that You yeah He lost in 1992. 26 years. Wow. So.
1: I think I just heard on, I I know he was married to Barbara. What the. 73. 73 years. So. So there you go. That's a good run in life.
0: (laughs) It is. It is. In
1: in both age and uh, major accomplishments.
0: 94 years old. So salute to George. Herbert Walker Bush. You know, the uh, Walker Cup in golf was created by his grandfather, the Walker. I did not know that. Herbert Walker. Yeah.
1: Huh. I learned something new this yep. morning.
0: Yeah. His dad was the senator. Hmm? He was a tremendous baseball player. He was the captain of the Yale baseball team.
1: Yeah, I seem to remember that.
0: And uh, But he, he he had been accepted to Yale and left to join the uh, Air Force or Navy, uh, in Navy in, um, at 18 years old and started flying. So huh. one of the things that bugged him more than anything, he bounced the pitch when he threw out the first pitch at uh, a bus, a ball game, he bounced it and it made him mad.
1: Oh, well, I bet that would have.
0: When his, uh, when his oh, son I- threw out the first pitch after nine, 11, uh, somebody that had ties to both of them said, don't bounce it. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty cool. But uh, I wish we had had time to kind of prepare some of his outdoor accomplishments, uh, which we did not, because he just, like I said, he just passed away late last night, so. But he uh, he did a tremendous amount for the outdoors. Mm Mm-hmm uh From a funding perspective and and different things, so uh it was kind of kind of sad to hear he's passing, but I understand he's been in ill health, so
1: yeah, but you know i I would just sit in there, I googled some stuff, I put George Bush fishing, and several things came up, you know photos of him out uh with with his son and and with other people and and then it came up that he was in the bass fishing hall of fame, and I thought, whoa. Hello, that's noteworthy and <laughs> news item. So, pulled that up real quick.
0: So. Cool stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. So there you go. George H. W. Bush dead at the age of ninety four. Got a lot of stuff we're going to cover today on Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hunting season is underway. Have uh, Have you got the harvest report handy? I have the harvest report the, handy the right ra- here. The Ranger Dodd. The Ranger Dodd harvest report.
1: Uh last week uh was 81,588 statewide. This week it is 94,881. Wow. A difference uh from last year of 1,461 negative. So we're off by a, a 1,461.
0: That is what? Almost 15,000 increase mm-hmm. in one week.
1: Now you know why I called you that year about yeah. the math. <laughs> um Hamilton County, uh, this week, uh, 1,280. We're up 10 from last year. Bledsoe County, 454. We're down one deer from last year, so come on, people. Uh, Bradley County, 655, down four from last year. Grundy County, 592, off 31 from last year. Marion County, uh, 1,042, up 81. McMinn, uh, one thousand one hundred and one, down twenty seven. Megs eight hundred and thirty nine, down twenty three. Monroe six hundred and eighty nine, up eighty five. Uh, let's see. Way to go, Monroe! Yeah, Polk County one hundred forty three. They're off by fifty. Negative. Uh, Ray County. Look,
0: one- look at Ray County.
1: Ray County one thousand one hundred fifty nine, up one hundred and one from last year. And Sequatchie County, 439. They're off 23 from last year. Your top five counties are Giles, Montgomery, Henry, Hickman, Dixon. Hamilton County is number 22nd, falling two spots from last week.
0: Which is not kind of it like Gills County.
1: Yeah, or uh, Meejus. Meejus. Meejus or Rah- yeah <laughs> Although we do have some fun county names, so...
0: So good for us. Mm-hmm. Deer, deer are are being harvested. Yes, and consumed. Good for us. That's what we need. More deer, less deer strikes from cars.
1: Very true. Oh, I meant to look something up. Well, they probably won't have the statistics till the end of deer season. I was going to look up deer strikes this year, but I'm sure they won't. I'm sure they won't have that statistic until later. Probably at the end of the year. Because we looked that up one year, and it it costs like. Like nationwide, X number of millions of dollars. Billions. Billions of dollars because of deer strikes.
0: Yes. It, it this is true. It's just true. And uh, for those of you that are watching on Facebook, we are wearing hockey garb. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason for it. And uh, we'll be talking about that in a, in a few minutes. But just for the record, we are armed. Day.
1: <laughs> we'll get to that in a little while. we are well. we are well armed well armed
0: kind of mm-hmm. we have one bullet <laughs> it'll work think that'll hurt
1: if you were accurate yes okay but therein lies the the trouble I mean do you have to I'm assuming this would take some practice so you need to go to the range or something
0: Do they have a hockey range, hockey puck range? I don't know. Um, You know, one of the things they always say is it's really, it's kind of hard to shoot back at somebody when they're shooting at you.
1: Because of stress? Yeah, and stuff like that.
0: I wonder how hard it is to throw a hockey puck at somebody shooting at you. I don't know. We're going to discuss that. Thanks to uh, learning that the Oakland University in the state of Michigan has now armed their students with hockey pucks to protect against active shooters.
1: Yes, you heard that correctly. You're not still sleeping. That's the actual headline.
0: We will cover that when we come back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. If you want to be part of the show, 423-267-1023, 267-1023. I'm on a first-name
2: basis at the I got a running up my spot I can another
0: if you need any outdoor supplies there's only one place to go sportsman's warehouse they have all the equipment you need as well as a friendly knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com. Choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Bates Fertilizer
1: in Cleveland, Tennessee, are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Bates has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Bates has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn make your neighbors really jealous. Call Beatys. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping group, Beatys can formulate special blends for your customers by the palette. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Call Beatys for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer. and check them out at com.
0: Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late.
2: Leaves are turning There's a chill in the air
0: Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors fires are burning A little bit of humor injected in today, and that's thanks to the courtesy of the leadership at Oakland University in Michigan, right outside of Detroit, Michigan, who, um, in trying to come up with a way to help students protect themselves in an active shooter situation, they've been handing out hockey pucks. Hockey Pucks. Yep. You
1: heard that correctly.
0: If you're on Facebook Live, you see I'm holding a weapon, according to Oakland University. hmm Now, I had a friend of mine actually ask on uh, Facebook, so if are they saying this is a weapon since they have a no-weapons policy?
1: Correct. And I pulled up their no-weapons policy, and it is rather inclusive. Okay. It says, uh, obviously, uh, See here, no person shall possess a pistol or any other firearm, dangerous weapon, weapon, explosive, or incendiary device. Uh, These include uh, daggers, dirks, stilettos, blackjack, billies, metallic knuckles, bludgeons, ninja stars, and pocket knives opened by mechanical device.
0: So I cannot carry my billy stick?
1: Uh, Apparently not, nor can you carry a bludgeon stick. What's a bludgeon? I'm assuming like a baseball bat to ah, bludgeon to bludgeon somebody. Okay. I'm assuming like a bat or a some sort of stick or
0: the hockey pucks are okay.
1: Hockey, but apparently hockey pucks are just Jim Dandy, according to Oakland University.
0: That was me dropping a weapon. Well, be careful. It might go off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we drop? Are we playing now? Because you dropped the puck. I mean, do we need to face off in the center, or what are we doing here?
0: And just for the record, that was on purpose, mm-hmm. folks. I wanted to get everybody's attention.
1: They purchased 2,500 hockey pucks uh, from the student union. Uh, the Oakland police chief, Mark Go- Gordon, suggested, he said, the first thing that came to my mind was a hockey puck. When I was a hockey coach. Wait,
0: wait, wait, this was actually the police chief for the yes. university? Yes,
1: came up with this, this idea. This
0: idiotic idea came up from the police chief? From police chief Mark Gordon. Okay.
1: And uh, he said, the first thing that came to mind w- was a hockey puck. When I was a hockey coach for my kids growing up, I remember getting hit in the head, and it hurt.
0: Quote. I'm sorry, he got hit in his head a few times. Uh, apparently.
1: Apper- yeah, apparently. Um, he, they've, uh, let's see here. It was kind of a spur of the moment idea and seemed to have some kind of merit, and it caught on. So the student union bought 2,500 hockey pucks to distribute to students.
0: Now did do they did, what do they have on them?
1: Uh I don't think they have any. Look anything. like they're serialized to me, but uh they may have been. Uh let's it's a registered hockey puck. <laughs> <laughs> it it's black, it's scary, it's a weapon. Um Oh good lord. Let's see here.
0: Uh I wonder if it was truly made in the Czech Republic like this real one is.
1: I don't know. One inch by three inch by six ounces? And you have to be somewhat accurate with it. I mean, no offense, but in a stress situation like you prefaced before, I mean, you could... So re- somebody's shooting at me. Yeah.
0: Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. And I'm going to step out and throw a hockey puck at him.
1: Yeah. No. No. This is the worst. I- this is the second worst idea ever.
0: What's the first?
1: Sterilizing deer in New York. <laughs> in Ann Arbor, Michigan.
0: Yeah, that too. I'm starting to see a pattern here. Yeah. This is in Michigan.
1: Yeah. I'd, it's just the idea Quote. Uh, it's just the idea of having something a reminder that you're not powerless and you're not helpless in the classroom so by giving you this black disc you're no longer powerless do you feel the power Tony? you're holding it right now do you feel the power?
0: I am taking back my life with this River King what the hell's River Kings?
1: River Kings were a triple A hockey I actually got that puck at the game Uh, Came off the ice? Came off the ice. Uh, The uh, River Kings were a triple-A hockey team in Memphis that then moved to Mississippi and then went bust.
0: Okay. Kind of like this idea.
1: Oh, gosh, yes. Like a real bad
0: idea. Now, I guess the... the, I have to admit. Mm -hmm. I have to give them some credit. Having a hockey puck is better than having nothing. Barely, but it is better. Okay, I could I could hurl this at somebody. Yes, as they're shooting me. Right. Um. It would have to be. I'd have to be. Number one. I'd have to have a pretty good fastball. For it to be. I mean, I don't know what they're expecting. Students to do. Shoot or bust through the door of your classroom.
1: Quick, reach into your backpack.
0: Grab your hockey puck. Mm-hmm. and everybody throw it at the shooter
1: it's kind of a one and done it's kind of like a hockey pucks are kind of like muzzle loaders once you launch it that's all she wrote
0: you know that's a good point because <laughs> if, if I am not successful and me and my 30 colleagues that are now throwing hockey pucks at Mr. Shooter if we're not successful in the perfect hit probably between the eyes to incapacitate him briefly or her briefly then we're in trouble mm-hmm. unless we can reload our hockey puck.
1: This a, this just seems like a and there's so many other things that I've thought about like what
0: if if you could get them down on the ground yeah and use this to hit them with that would probably be a good idea okay that would hurt yeah because I mean if that's in your palm. And you're using it to
1: pound somebody, yeah. That would work. Yeah, but there again, you've got to get them down and disarmed. You've got to get,
0: you gotta get them disarmed.
1: I was reading that two thoughts came up to mind. The first thought that came up to mind was, well, the very first thought was, gosh, what a dumb idea. But then I kind of thought, there's got to be something better. And I, I, read, I actually read their weapons policy.
0: I'm i I'm sorry. My first thought that I came involved with the dump button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh
1: my first thought was I read the uh weapons policy here, and nowhere in there does it say you cannot have a chemical weapon. Such okay. such as mace or bear spray or something along those lines, which you you know, you've got I don't know how, let's say you got four ounces of mace or a couple ounces of mace. It'll last for at least three or four sprays, and you can do it from a distance. And it's going to have, you know, you don't have to be quite as accurate. You just have to kind of get it in that area. So mace is the shotgun, whereas puck mu- are the muzzle loader.
0: And then you discovered to some schools here in Tennessee that mace would be, is considered an offensive weapon.
1: Correct. It's considered an offensive weapon. So, you know.
0: How much mace is walking around on the campus? in the purses of the young ladies. Hopefully a lot. I would I would imagine. I would
1: hope I would hope a lot, but
0: you know, so you you brought up something that I thought was pretty interesting. Uh bear spray. Mm-hmm. Or wasp and hornet spray.
1: Right. Wasp and hornet spray, there there's been some discussion on what how effective it is, but I don't know what's in it, but if it can kill like wasps and make them drop dead in about a second and a half, it's got to be some sort of irritant to the eyes and at least give you a chance to get away. And you can spray it from a distance at forty feet or bear spray. You know, it doesn't have the.
0: I mean, bear spray is just basically pepper spray, right?
1: Uh, yes and no. Pe- uh, true mace that is sold for self protection has about ten percent of the capsaicin in it, whereas bear spray is about one to two percent. So it's a lower ratio of the heat factor, but the bear spray is a much more
0: okay. Hold on, distance weapon. So. I'm going to give a person protecting themselves with mace 10% solution. Correct. But if I'm going up against a bear who is much bigger than a person with a much more surly attitude at times than a person, I'm going to use 1%. Correct. I want a can of 10%. I want a can of 20%. I want you on the on crawling and crying for mama you
1: want to see them writhing and
0: yes i do I, i'm with you on that so anyway sorry uh,
1: i digressed I, but um i don't know i just think that this
0: can i get bear spray it sportsman's
1: yes yes you can okay and it it is outlawed in certain states but and i did a little research on this it is outlawed in certain states but in certain National parks, you can't carry it, but in the bigger national parks like Yellowstone and um,
0: certain national parks, you can't carry bear spray. Correct. Why? I mm,
1: I, I have no idea on that one, what? but but it's recommended in Yellowstone. In the courage,
0: can I carry it in the Smokies?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm. As, yeah, as far as I know, the Smokies are not one of the parks, but
0: I mean, I, it goes back to I'd much rather be judged by twelve than carried by six. No doubt. Well, what are you worried about? You got your puck. That's true. But puck and bear spray is going to make me even more lethal. True. Not counting the, the, the three fifty seven Sig on my hip. But that's yeah. another issue. <laughs> we'll be right back.
2: can't pee, pee and you gotta be quiet. But she was bound. She was determined. So I took her down.
0: Sportsman's Warehouse is the perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a thousand guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsman'swarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs, Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway.
1: Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush, green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Go to the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty's Fertilizer.com.
0: 423 280 3677. Boy, I'll come back. Tony Centers outdoors hanging out with you this Saturday morning. Gun season, hoping in Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, most everywhere. Not everywhere. Most everywhere. Hmm.
1: I figured it would be open everywhere by now.
0: Well, some places only have like a one-week season. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about those. Uh, I was talking to a a buddy of mine up in uh, Maine, and they have the weird season. Uh, And just like was proposed here, not by the commission but by some people, uh, muzzleloader is after gun season up there. Hmm. But it's a very short season up there, which Hmm. is kind of interesting with as much woods and, you know, wildlife they have as they have up there. Well,
1: that is weird. Yeah, it is weird.
0: All right. So do you find anything interesting during the break?
1: Yeah. um, You know, we were talking about the bear spray and I kind of looked up some stuff. Uh, Yellowstone National Park, Glacier National Park, Grand Tetons National Park encourage people to carry bear spray. Yosemite National Park, bear spray is considered a weapon, and you cannot possess, use, or discharge it in the park, even though there are some estimated 500 black bears in Yosemite.
0: And black bears are the ones with the, the surly disposition.
1: Yes, yes. Most guides that I've talked to, I've got some guide friends in Alaska, they said they'd rather have grizzlies because they can predict what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. They said that black bears are unpredictable, and there's there's no patterning a black bear. They said they can pattern a grizzly bear. Grizzly bear is going to get kind of interested, may do a fake charge, and then is either going to come or go away. That's it. Black bears, they'll circle around you and just, he said, they are they don't like black bears. So,
0: I've often heard that.
1: Uh, but, yeah, I found, find it interesting that you can't carry bear spray in some national parks, and you can in others. So I would have assumed if you're a hiker, and especially with me having fished in the Yellowstone Park, one we got checked uh, for licenses, and the rangers asked us, do you have bear spray? And we said, yes. He said, good, keep it handy.
0: And that was where? Yellowstone. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. I've never fished in Yosemite. Is that in California? I'm not sure. I want to say yes. Uh, I will tell you in just a second.
0: That's where uh, Yogi Bear lived, right? Yes. No, he lived in
1: Jellystone. Jellystone. No, that's right. Uh, let's see here.
0: Where is Yosemite?
1: I think it's in California
0: here. Go back. What is this over there?
1: Uh, California. Sever- Sever- Severa, Nevada. <laughs> Try that again. Sierra Nevada Mountains.
0: So there you go. That may explain a lot right there. Yep. California, no weapons allowed. Nope. Including bear spray. Can you carry hockey pucks? I wonder how that'll work against a bear.
1: I think you'd hear a dull thud and then get eaten, but I, <laughs> that's just me. Assuming you hit the target, you'd hear a dull <laughs> thud, and and then he would just you know eat you and then play with the puck after you're dead.
0: All right, since nobody's calling on this, 267 let's move on to another issue.
1: Okay.
2: Uh,
0: T.U. had their year-end banquet, yes. Christmas banquet, holiday banquet, or do you want to call it banquet, uh, Thursday night. It was a big crowd.
1: Yes, bigger than, bigger than I've seen. That's probably the largest crowd we've had ever for that banquet.
0: I mean, how many do you think were there? I mean, there were um uh, there had to be 60 70 people yeah i mean it was packed it was uh, a lot of a lot of great prizes were won not by me or you no um you didn't buy anything i didn't buy anything
1: i didn't win the rod at the end of the year though i was a little i was hoping for that but uh a
0: couple of things that came out of it uh There's a lot of awards for the Project Healing Waters, which is for military wounded, right?
1: Correct. And they do outings with the wounded warriors, and they adapt a lot of the fly fishing, uh, fly tying, the casting to their specific disability. They've come up with, uh, if you're missing a limb and it's your dominant casting arm, they've fashioned items to be able to let you do it uh they if you're if you're missing lower limbs they adapt the fishing to the specific thing and uh they teach fly tying fly fishing uh knots uh waiting safety all kinds of great stuff like this and i i really think the volunteers get just as much out of it if not more than the veterans themselves but the veterans really love it it's a huge program uh a lot of people uh, got service awards for helping out two years and five years of helping out all these veterans, and uh, they're very dedicated into doing that. Uh, and the chapter here in, in uh, Chattanooga, a lot of great guys help out with that. And then also, um, the Tennessee Aquarium had a few representatives there um, because... It good to see Tom Benson. It was great to see Tom. Uh The reason they were there is because the Appalachian chapter, your local Chattanooga chapter, gave a check to the aquarium for $11,170 to help with more brook trout restoration work. So TU is putting their money where their mouth is, and they are giving back and trying to help the brook trout, our native species here. So we always give money to the aquarium, but this year we gave $11,170. So...
0: Big check, yeah. Because uh, TU from their license plate sales gave ten thousand to uh, TWRA mm-hmm. uh, back in September uh, for the Brook Trout projects that's going on in Region Four. So good for TU. I like I like
1: it's a, I like the guys. It's, it's a great group, and the Christmas party was fun. Um, the food was pretty good too so it was at four squares so appreciate them or those two squares Two squares. try that again two squares and uh i, I doubled their 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 business right there so uh i hope they uh i hope they enjoyed having us and the food was outstanding so cool it was a really fun evening
0: it was fun um uh, wish i'd won some stuff but yeah anything <laughs> anything anything Any- are you pretty sad well our
1: table was lucky uh david won a he was a high bidder on the uh, guide trip and uh he won something else
0: he won a gift card
1: yeah a gift card somewhere
0: yeah
1: i thought he got something else
0: he did he won a um uh a package a bucket thing oh bucket raffle yeah bag thing whatever so it was good to see everybody Mm mm-hmm and uh, hope, to, hope to get back to that more often. Yep. And wouldn't it be great to have that crowd at every banquet? I mean, every every T U meeting.
1: Oh, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great.
0: So, good for them.
1: Let's see what else is going on here. Oh, speaking of fish. Yep. You're going to be having a meeting up in Nashville and discussing a little fishing here next week.
0: Yep. Uh, our final meeting of the year be happening in uh Nashville on December 6th and 7th. And a uh, big issue right now as as David asked what's the big issue and it's the um it's the whole paddlecraft issue. And people are either for it or against it. Uh-huh. And it's uh, basically trying to regulate some of the commercial paddlecraft Activities on the waters
1: now uh you, I didn't know this either, but the first question you got asked was what about the acoe uh rafting guide services
0: yeah and they're they're exempted uh mainly because they already pay quite a bit of fees right and do a lot to help maintain and restore the the waters there so um but they are they're specifically exempted
1: right I didn't know that until you said it the right. other day so. Uh, Let's see here. Also, there's going to be a proposed rule change, which we'll talk about when we get back, because I've got a little bit more information on that. Another state is fighting the same battle we are. Okay. uh, I've got a little bit more information on that, so we'll talk about that.
0: Sounds good. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. To be part of the show, give us a call. 267-1023, 267-1023.
2: But it (laughs) damn sure ain't for sale. The good Lord only knows all the stories he can tell. Granddaddy's gun. Spring
1: will soon be here, and you know what that means, grilling and barbecue. You can get everything you need at Don's Meat Shop, 6408 Dixon Pike. Don has steaks such as T-Bone, porterhouse, Ribeyes, and many, many more. You can pick up kebabs, chicken, burgers, pork chops, roasts, or fish, and try out their seafood. Be sure to try their summer sausage snack sticks. Don has quality meats and great cooking advice, so give them a call at 423-842-1256. Don's is open six days a week, closed Tuesdays. Check them out at donsmeatshop.com, and be sure to like them on Facebook.
0: Hit the high Welcome back. Tony Sanders Shed outdoors. At the water. Talking to some friends about duck hunting. Ducks just aren't in yet.
1: Maybe it's not cold enough up north to push them south yet.
0: And for all of you people who are lucky enough to be hunting sandhill cranes in the state of Tennessee this year, which would not be me, uh, the cranes aren't here yet they are staged in Illinois ready to come just need a little bit of cold air to push them down but there are about 30,000 staged in Illinois
1: 30,000 wow mm-hmm.
0: and they will be here shortly for you lucky enough to hunt them
1: that would be me so yes very excited
0: i'm not excited for you okay fair enough i'm going to i'm going to ask santa claus for a camera and I'm gonna come out and take pictures of the cranes as you guys hunt them. Oh, okay. I hunt them with a camera this year. You'll hunt them with a cannon. Camera. <laughs> camera. Okay. Not. Not quite the same, but still, still,
1: it's fun to be outdoors anyway. Um, I mentioned uh, y'all are gonna be going over some rules and regulations for yeah. fish farming. Uh, this is all in an effort for the TWA. To prevent invasive species from being transferred or propagated in Tennessee, Um, I pulled up another article that I found rather interesting. The cost of keeping Asian carps out of Lake Michigan has nearly tripled. Uh, A federal plan to prevent Asian carp from establishing themselves in the Great Lakes is becoming more expensive. The price tag of $778 million. Which is nearly three times the estimated two hundred and seventy five million that they had originally thought, so they're now asking for seven hundred and seventy eight million to keep these carp out of the wow. great, great lakes, and I will say if these carp get into the great lakes this the fisheries in the Great Lakes are over it is they're talking to like an explosion up there if this actually happens, so
0: um. You know, and I don't want to sound like I'm, um, I don't get it, because I do, but uh, I have a hard time thinking it's going to eliminate our fisheries. Okay. Now, that may be the same as arguing that there is no such thing as climate control or climate change, <laughs> but I just, I, the, the world is pretty resilient. And I just, I'm not sure. Well. And I, and, and I'm, hey, I'm, I've I voted to spend money to help keep them out. I'm, oh, I mean, it's it's, uh, it's not that.
1: I know. Um, I think the way I'm looking at it is a little bit different. And I mean, we can talk about that when okay. we get back. Um, well, maybe we can debate that and get some people to call in and talk
0: about it too. There you go. We'll be right back after the top of the hour break. You're listening to Tony Sanders Outdoors. Be part of the show, give us a call 423 267
2: 1023. Everywhere you look was a sweet persimmon, big around as a Florida lemon was a white tail grocery store. All
0: over. Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show.
1: Tighten your life vest, grab into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment.
2: Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula.
0: Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors, hanging with you this Saturday morning. Trying to have a good time and enjoy ourselves. You too can be part of the show. Give us a call, 267-1023, 267-1023. All right, we, we kind of left first hour with Asian carp. We're going to start off with that. Okay. I think that if
1: they get into the Mississippi, uh, try that again, swim up the Mississippi and go to the Great Lakes, I think it's going to be disastrous for the Great Lakes fishery. Okay. Uh, The reason is they lay thousands upon thousands upon thousands of eggs at a time. They're very hardy species. They eat the plankton, which the smaller species, uh, your minnows, your shiners, your shad, stuff like that eat. So they deplete the area of bait fish which then depletes the area of sport fish. And they just keep eating and eating and eating. And I think it would be a massive impact on the Great Lakes if they get into it, if they're not already.
0: The issue is breeding. Right. You know, one of the things that I didn't realize, but we don't have any evidence that there's been any breeding in our waters. Okay, none, not one evidence of it ever,
1: okay. I'm trying to wrap my brain around that then yeah. how, then, how are we getting so many of them? Are they just
0: they're oh. coming in they're 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 swimming through the waters, right, but for whatever reason, they have not bred here in our waters, okay, and I don't know that anybody really knows why yet. So, mm. there's again, it, it's, it's a huge issue. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we've, we've allocated money to enhance the commercial fishing. They actually say they're very tasty. I've heard that. Um, the not only are they used in food for pets, they're used in food for people. Uh, I believe it's California, uh, L.A. County. Actually, feed Asian carp fish sticks to the students. Hmm. So, and, I mean, again, this is supposedly really, really tasty table fare.
1: Well, if we can get some a lot of commercial fishermen out there harvesting these things, that'd be a, that'd be a, a win-win for everybody.
0: Yeah, and what we did at the commission is is we allocated money and we enhanced two sides: the fishing side. In the processing side, to make it a little more financially viable for them, uh, to okay. to do the commercial fishing.
1: Well, that makes sense. I mean, if you're only getting like a you know a penny a pound, what's the use of fishing for these things? Whereas right. if you're getting a dollar a pound, that's a lot more better. So,
0: uh, there has been some talk, uh, and there has been some Asian carp tournaments, mm-hmm. whereas they go out there and they. They catch them, and then they destroy them. hmm
1: There's a big one in Illinois I saw. They have, a like, an Asian carp roundup, and they get, like, hundreds of boats out there, and people are just bludgeoning the things with, mm-hmm. you know, just you know, spi- kind of, spiked baseball bats, and, you know, it, it's like. It's kind of barbaric. It is kind of barbaric, but it's kind of like Mad Max on the water, you know. I mean, that's the only correlation I can draw to it, but. You know, and then, so, again, and then again, we've had our wonderful idea of starting our own business of uh, warm up your your fall bird hunting skills by taking an Asian carp trip. They jump out of the water. When they jump, you can practice shooting at them. It removes them from the population, helps you sharpen your skills. It's a win-win.
0: I agree. And we can make money out of it, too. Yeah. I'm all for it.
1: What could go wrong? Going down the river in a boat?
0: With a gun? With Not, a gun? Nothing.
1: Shooting shooting flying fish that, you know, can go up to forty pounds and possibly hit people in the head? Not a thing. What could go wrong?
0: Not a thing.
1: <laughs> and you can get all the weaponry you need at Sportsman's Warehouse. Be sure and go and ask <laughs> Carl for the special Tony Sanders outdoors carp shotgun. He's got that one Asian for you. Shotgun. He's got one for you. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Carl.
0: Oh, somebody's gonna come in. Hey, I want one of those Asian carp guns. <laughs> Just pick one out, Carl.
1: Asian carp gun special of the week.
0: <laughs> That's uh, too funny.
1: I don't know much about the breeding. I looked it up. I uh, as we were talking, I don't um I I don't know that they I did not know the fact that we have not had a uh Identified breeding population here. I'm assuming they're breeding in backwaters and we just haven't found it yet. But I, that's an assumption. So I don't have. You've got scientific data and I don't. So I'm going to go with. Well, you, I've got,
0: got. I've got data that we haven't ever found any. How's that?
1: Exactly. So I'll go with you on that. So,
0: and I mean, but I mean, we're scared to death of them. Yeah,
1: and I think justifiably so. I mean, think of think of other invasive species. I mean, look at kudzu. <laughs> I mean, that,
0: it's Asian, again.
1: Well, I'm not saying it. I, I, okay, let me think of something that's not Asian that w- is invasive. Uh, now I'm on the spot. I'm on trying to think of something right off the top of my head. Uh, oh, uh, the uh, killer bees.
0: They're African, right?
1: I believe they are. Okay. But they came up. They're African, but I think they came up from South America. Don't ask me how, how we correlate that, but I know they came up from South America. They started out in the West in Texas and they've moved east so you know we've got a lot of in ind- I can't even talk in non-indigenous species that are causing problems and th- this is probably one of the biggest ones that people see or at least that sportsmen see um, and I think that you know TWA is doing a lot a lot of good work they do the DNA testing of the water uh, y'all are on top of it but i I think that you know this could go south real quick I agree. So Asian carp are the kudzu of the water, in my opinion, and need to be eradicated. All right. Uh let's see what else did I have. Uh, I'm gonna get a little bit uh political here.
0: Okay.
1: A Washington State uh police chief has basically said he's not going to enforce a potential new law that is will go into effect in January in Washington state um, the police chief of i believe it's republic washington um, he says he's standing up for people's rights the initiative is one of the strictest firearm regulations in the country and raises, raises the uh purchase age from 18 to 21 for some automatic rifles uh it also requires people to Store their weapons with locks and other uh, in safes. And the big thing he was talking about that I heard him speak about uh, there may be possible repercussions. If your gun is stolen, you may be held liable as part of this law. Not
0: going to hold the person that steals it reliable, just you.
1: Correct. Okay. So you could face potential felony charges if your gun is stolen and used to commit harm. So that begged my first question, using logic and common sense. I thought, well, what if your car is stolen? They lead the police on a high-speed chase, hit about six or eight cars, and cause damage. Are you then liable for the damage because somebody stole your car?
0: Good question.
1: I thought that was just rather ridiculous. But, again, we are dealing with Washington State, and a lot of silly ideas come out of there, too. Okay. So...
0: And I think when we come back from our break, we're going to do our top ten items for the holiday sportsman. Gift cards. Gift cards.
1: I have a, I have a thought on that, too. On gift cards?
0: Yes. You don't like them? No, I love them. Okay.
1: Deborah doesn't like them.
0: Don't give her one.
1: I'm not, but... She thinks they're impersonal, and I'm trying to convince her that they're not. And I say, if you put some time and effort, if you know the person, for example, I'm probably not going to get you a Victoria's Secret gift card, knowing you. I'll get you, yes, you. I'll get you a Sportsman's Warehouse gift card. I wouldn't, I wouldn't card.
0: look good in much stuff they sell.
1: I won't get you a Sportsman's Warehouse gift card. All right, we'll get you a Sportsman's Warehouse gift card, or maybe some, knowing you like certain restaurants, I may get you one of those. That shows I put time and effort into You're it. Right, but the great thing, like we always say, is you can get what you want.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: So I don't think they're impersonal at all, and I love gift cards.
0: All right, so let's just, let's, let's, let's throw a couple of this. What's, what's, what's the top thing on your list? Top
1: thing on my list, as it is every year. I need to just break down and ask for it for Christmas or go ahead and go buy one. A good outdoor cooler. Okay. Like an Orca or... Arctic? Arctic. Something along those lines.
0: Not the anti-gun one.
1: Not the anti-gun one that everybody knows about. (laughs) But a really good thick-walled cooler. And I want a 60-some-odd quart one so where I could... It, in the event, I want to keep fish or some crane breasts or something along those lines. You just
0: had to throw the same I had cranes to, in there. I
1: did have to throw that in there. I can ice them down and keep them with me, and I think it'd be really good over the summer to keep, uh, when I'm out fishing multiple days, to keep food and water. And What's all
0: that one that Sportsman sells about the size of a coffin?
1: Oh, I forget the
0: brand name on that
1: one. Yeah, but it, it's a small New York apartment, basically. <laughs> it is. Um so that's topping my list is getting a.
0: Why don't you? How much How much money have you spent trying to win one of those? Which we appreciate, for the record. Uh,
1: probably about three or four of them. I'm guessing
0: <laughs> to buy. You could have bought three or four by the time you.
1: Yeah, pretty much. But I always try and help out. You know, if if I go to uh, DU or Rocky Mountain Elk or uh, Friends of the NRA or any other the bank was Wild Turkey, I always throw in for whatever cooler they got. So I just haven't won one yet, but. I, i'm close i know i'm close i'm due this year 20 2019 is going to be my year
0: buy one <laughs> just go to sportsman's and buy one okay then you'll have one hey i see you have a guide trip down i want to say happy birthday to one of our favorite guides that'd be richard sims of scenic city fishing happy birthday richard he is older by one year i'll so, leave it
1: at that so he turned 29 then okay
0: yeah, you ain't seen 29 in years. But a guide trip.
1: Guide trips are always great.
0: Absolutely are.
1: Um, I would love to be taken out and guided to fish or hunt or anything like that. Guide trips are always great, and the great thing about them is you get the outdoor experience, and you get to have a lot of fun and great memories, and you get treated and taken care of. And you can learn a lot of new stuff, too. That's true. You can learn a heck of a lot.
0: All right, so that's two on your list. Mm-hmm. We'll start on mine when I come back. Tony Sanders, Outdoor.
2: tackle shop. I got a charge account running up
1: Beatty's Fertilizer and Cleveland, Tennessee, are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Go to the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at batesfertilizer.com.
0: If you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com. Choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway.
1: Welcome back to Tony Sanders Outdoors. Just got a weather report. The rain has started up this Saturday morning. It's going to be with us most of the day. Who gave you that? Uh, A good friend of mine named Tony Sanders just looked outside and said it was raining. So I saw it on the radar this morning. It's going to be a nasty day. So. The AccuWeather forecast here.
0: One of my um, my Christmas list items mm-hmm. a good rain jacket
1: ah that would be
0: great we have uh um i have a i have an awesome one do i have it with me no it's at home hanging on the back of a chair where i walked my dog last night mm. it's not gonna do me a bit of good no mine's a Carhartt, and it's awesome it is uh yesterday when we were out moving some stuff around in the rain, I say, as a bone.
1: A good outdoor rain jacket is always good, especially yep. for like I know you probably wear that one to the office. They're a good uh, wading jacket if you're a fisherman, or a good uh, camo jacket if you're a hunter. It was always a great thing, and kind of they're kind of like uh, I'm trying to think of. They're kind of like Pringles. You you probably need more than one. Keep one in your car and keep one at home. So
0: um, also. And I just bought this actually at on Good Friday. Um, um, a GPS. Oh, yeah, that's always handy. I bought a Garmin GPS.
1: That's on. That was on your Christmas list this year.
0: It was not anymore. I've taken it off my list. Okay. Where I,
1: well, yeah, yeah, you've marked it off your list. Yeah.
0: There you go. So, but I do think uh, I think I do think a good. Uh, a good uh, GPS system is is handy, um, especially uh, one that you can use fishing as well as hunting and and other things. So,
1: I agree with that one. We'll see what else I got. I've got the. Uh,
0: you know, get David before we. Yeah, go let's that. get
2: David before we go. on. Uh,
0: hey, David, how are you doing?
2: Good morning, gentlemen. How's everybody?
0: Good. What part of the country are you in today?
2: Well, I'm fixing across the Georgia-Alabama state line down here on the south side on 85. and I'm going to get in between this ball game back and forth here a little bit before I go home today. should be fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Listen, I, should be. I've been listening to your list there, Rob. Yeah. I'm sorry I'm driving, and I can't write any of that down, man. I, I would have <laughs> r- gladly just taken care of all that for you, but I, I just can't ride in when I'm driving. I'm sorry about that. Well,
1: David, I appreciate it, brother
2: i <laughs> thinking of you, man. i Thank thinking of you. I know. Uh, listen, uh, I was going to update you guys my uh, Missouri hunting trip this year. I
0: yeah, please do. A, a
2: little small eight-pointer, and, and I got a decent no out of a deal. And we had one of the most beautiful snows Friday morning. It uh, hadn't snowed out there in years. I mean, we've been hunting in 60- and 70-degree weather for the last – Probably four or five years, and this year we had snow Friday, and then uh, or no Thursday, I'm sorry, and then opening day was Saturday, and it was about 11 degrees, and we get up Sunday morning, and another just unbelievable snowfall. It was it was really awesome. I enjoy I enjoy being out in the woods when there's snow on the ground.
0: Did you uh, were you prepared for the cold weather?
2: I take everything I own when I go out there because I <laughs> I don't know I'm <laughs> never you never know what the weather's going to do, so I just haul everything with me.
0: I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. Stayed uh,
2: nice and warm. Nice and warm.
0: So yeah, you said eleven degrees. That's that's much different than sixty.
2: Yes, yes. It was it was quite cold. But like I say, I was I was prepared for it. Got up my little stand there and got all bundled up and I was ready to go. And I, I actually got both my deer Saturday evening. Up, um, they both came through about the same time, and it was just one of those you know lucky deals. It's let's just fire two rounds and fill both tags and. And we can watch it snow Sunday.
0: How uh, how large were were the deer out there? From the well, a body
2: yeah. body size, they're just yeah. humongous. I mean, I, uh, gosh, I, I don't know pound wise. I mean, I'm you know you're looking at a whole lot larger deer than we have in East Tennessee. I mean, right. it's, they're just big animals. I, the one I killed last year, the 15 pointer I killed last year was man, he was up in the uh, low to mid 300 pound live weight. I mean, he was wow. huge. We, we loaded him with a John Deere tractor with hay pole on the front of it. Loaded him in the back of the truck. It was he was quite a beast. I think Rob I think I showed Rob a picture on the hunt there of it.
1: You sure did. Yeah, wow,
2: they're they're just large animals. I mean it took up the entire back of my pickup truck. It's a, it just it's just awesome to see those things come walking through the woods and you know, I'm shooting a a three oh eight with a hundred and fifty grain bullet and you're looking at that deer going, Man, I should have brought a bigger gun. <laughs> But it it does the job.
0: Now, do you just go out there once once a year hunting?
2: Yeah, yeah. They uh, y'all were talking earlier about seasons. There, uh, they have an archery season, then their regular rifle season. They have a youth hunt, and then their regular rifle season actually goes Saturday through the following Sunday. It's uh, you know, like nine ten days or whatever it is. It's a real short season. So, uh, but there's a, a huge, mongous amount of deer kill. So, and then they have a, a primitive hunt sometime in December, but I always just go for opening day of gun season that weekend. I usually stay about four days, and we have a big time. A lot of the, my wife's family come in from different parts of the state, and everybody This we have a chili supper and just really have a big time that weekend.
0: That does sound like fun.
2: Good times. And listen, um, I've got, I've already put my list out around the house, and my birthday was last week, so it's already started. I, I'm stacking up sportsman's warehouse gift cards guys i'll see you <laughs> over on a shopping spree the first of the year
0: that's i i'd love to do that i'll i'll amass those and go in and and, and drop them all on something so
2: oh yeah just have a ball see well listen you do not
0: think they're impersonal i, I don't think they're impersonal either but so there we go yeah
2: <laughs> well let's get rid of those car guys all
0: right thank you
2: got uh, you guys take care talk to you soon see you Dave. see you, Dave. bye-bye
0: good call there from uh Always calls from the road. Good good to have him back. I missed him for the, while he was gone.
1: Yeah, he had some phone issues for a while, and he got it all sorted out. And I remember him showing me the picture of that deer out at the uh, Warriors hunt. That thing was a hoss. I mean, just a hoss of a deer.
0: Hey, here's a comment we got on Facebook from Alan Hudson. Good morning. Took my first ever deer last Friday four point about 90 to 100 pounds i am 57 years old and haven't hunted in over 32 years thanks to you all i got back in the woods and completed this task i'm so happy i can't wait to go back that's awesome well done alan first deer all right first deer ever at 57 years old that's kind of cool
1: that is great
0: i don't know that we really had anything to do with it, but if you're going to give us credit thank you uh i'm you know and and that's kind of what we've you know, this, the the reason behind the show is just to, you know, if you're a horn hunter, great. If you're a, a, a meat hunter, great. Uh, if it just gets you out of the house and in the woods, that's awesome. And uh, and that's what the whole purpose was of, of, of what we do and why we do it. In my mind. I agree. So good for you. That's exciting. First deer ever. I remember my first one. Brian Pendergrass has joined on Facebook. Brian and Rob and I are going to go fishing at Lake Junior. Oh, geez. <laughs> on uh, January 5th, right? Yeah, right, whatever. January 5th, we'll be out there fishing right after the show. Come join us, Lake Junior. Yeah. Brian will be there. You'll be there.
1: Begrudgingly, yes, I'll probably be there.
0: I think it's funny.
1: Well, speaking of fishing, i got another gift item that is a great stocking stuffer idea. All right. Stripping guards for your fingers. Now, I know you may not...
0: Is that something that uh, Busty Dusty wears? At deja vu? Uh,
1: n- no, I don't know. But uh, not stripper, stripping. I'm sorry. Stripping <laughs> guards. Uh, basically, they're neoprene little socks that go over your fingers, and when you pull... Now, see, when I catch the big fish,
2: uh-huh. the
1: fly line gets pulled through, you know, you're stripping in the fly line over your finger, yeah. And w- the crack of your finger, the first uh, joint, that's where you strip the fly line through. Well, when you start catching these big fish like I do, the line goes out rather quickly, and it burns your finger very badly, and it'll cut open, and you can tell how often I've been fishing this summer by all the cuts on my finger from catching these big bass and big bluegill all summer long, and then you stick this open wound in the water, and it's just not really good, so I'm going to get some of these stripping guards and stick them over my fingers so I don't burn my finger when the fly line's going out and the reel's screaming because I've got a huge fish on.
0: Okay, good. Get get those stripping guards.
1: Yeah, I'm going to because I I only catch the big fish. I don't worry about the small ones there. I want to get – the other item I've got that I thought was a really great idea, I want to get a pair of mitten forceps uh, because when you've got on – in the winter, when you have on your gloves or even your fingerless gloves, it's hard to get your fingers in the loopholes of regular uh, forceps or hemostats because they're small and you've got on a lot more layers. So the mitten ones are like clamps, and you can actually – manipulate them with your gloves on so you don't have to take your gloves off and get your hands all cold and wet. So that's two ideas I had that I, I both would make great stockings. You
0: wear of. mittens when you fish? Yes. Mittens?
1: Well, not mittens. Uh, I call them mittens. I wear. I usually wear uh, wool gloves, and I've cut the fingers out of some of them so I can feel the line and stuff like that and actually tie the flies. But when you cut the fingers off of them, it kind of negates wearing Gloves, so I think uh, mitten forceps would be really great stocking stuffer idea, at least for me or probably any other fisherman. All right. So. Good. Um, I'll finish off my list here. I want to get a trail camera and learn how to use it and uh, set it up in some areas and see what happens. Okay. Uh, I could use a rangefinder because I ballpark things, and I probably need to be more accurate. Uh, a good pair of binoculars would be great—not uh, super expensive, but a good pair. I would like also a good pair of, of he- uh, head earmuffs for shooting because I've really gotten more into the hunting end of it. I could use some—I've got a cheap pair, but I could use some that are higher rated and less uh, will let less sound in. And uh, this is probably one of the top things on my list: a Life Straw. What is that? It's it's a s- small plastic tube, and you can uh, basically stick it in the water. It's got two filters in it: one at the bottom, one at the top. You basically suck through it like a straw, and you can drink river water without getting Giardia, uh, all the other nasty stuff. It, it's a water purifier, and it it's literally about maybe nine inches long. You stick it in the water and you can drink straight from a river or stream or mud puddle, and they're great.
0: So, never heard of that. hmm. That's a good idea. So, all right, it's time to go pay a bill. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Well, my baby, she's been watching all. Spring will soon
1: be here, and you know what that means, grilling and barbecue. You can get everything you need at Don's Meat Shop, 648 Dixon Pike. Don has steaks such as T-bone, porterhouse, ribeyes, and many, many more. You can pick up kebabs, chicken, burgers, pork chops, roasts, or fish, and try out their seafood. Be sure to try their summer sausage snack sticks. Don has quality meats and great cooking advice, so give him a call at 423-842-1256. Don's is open six days a week, closed Tuesdays. Check them out at donsmeatshop.com, and be sure to like them on Facebook.
0: Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Welcome back Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hanging with you this Saturday morning. I had somebody <laughs> text me, why are you wearing a Navy hat today? I'm actually wearing it in honor of President George H.W. Bush. If you have not heard, he passed away last night. Uh, the nation's 41st president left Yale University at the age of 18 years old to join the Navy and flew 58 missions, including being shot down during World War II. So... Uh, honoring uh, him and my father-in-law who mm-hmm. was 37 years in the navy so just thought i would wear a navy hat today go navy go navy you i guess i could honor you too since you were in the navy
1: yeah i was reserves yeah i did my time so never saw active so but hey go navy go navy good at least i went in the army
0: <laughs> you,
1: you... i just offended like half the people including our
0: producer <laughs> He's going to cut his mic off.
1: Probably. Probably.
0: <laughs> you know, he. Got,
1: just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> probably shoot something through the headphones. Hey, be careful. He's got his puck. I'm armed. <laughs> yeah, we are. I don't even think. I don't know that they to make it through that plexiglass. If,
0: if you're watching us on Facebook, Rob and I are both sporting our um, hockey um, clothing today in honor of. Oakland University's concept of arming their students and faculty with hockey pucks against active shooters. Yeah, I'm sorry if um, if I'm a student in Oakland University, I think I, I demanded parents should ask for their money back. I would. Uh, anyway, stupid people,
1: silly idea, and we've just gone. We've run with this, and and like we said before get a can of mace (laughs) (laughs)
0: something something other than a hockey puck yeah all right (laughs) where was the uh gift guides oh the gift guide there there was something else i was thinking of you know there's there's two things i think you can always get uh one is a always get a good pocket knife never have too many knives no Uh, my son got me one from sportsman's several years ago it was a case, and I love it. It's a locking blade case, mm-hmm. and uh, very small, and, uh, well, relatively speaking, it's not something I would go out and use.
1: No, but it's great to have in your pocket at uh, the office for daily stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'll tell you the one, I always get called out at the office, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners do the same. Whenever the secretaries bring in a big ream of, Box paper. It's got that plastic <laughs> band around it. And you put scissors in there, and the blades go left and right, and they don't cut it. And they say, Where's Rob? H- get his knife. You know, and I mean, it's just, you know, simple. That case knife would be perfect, you know, just to cut that strap off there. It comes in so handy every day. So pocket knives are always appreciated.
0: Uh, and something else, uh, and, and I'm a, I very rarely mention, well, that's not true, sure. or mention more. But brand-wise, an Otis gun cleaning kit, Otis. Okay, they're awesome.
1: Is that the one in the
0: round case that you have? They have they have some of those, but the one I the one I have is one in the big black case. I got the full size one. Yeah, that, that covers all the calibers and and gauges.
1: I just thought of something else on my Christmas list that I want, and since we're mentioning brand names, I don't mind doing it. The knife sharpener that you have that is just puts oh. an edge on everything. Warthog, Warthog. Yep. Warthog. That is a great knife sharpening it system.
0: It is. And uh, it actually sits next to my recliner and I will pull out and sharpen up several knives all at once mm-hmm. while I'm watching TV or whatever. So. And then gift card. Don't ever forget gift cards. Gift cards are good for for outdoors people.
1: You can get what you want. And if you got enough of them, you can get big ticket items like yeah. you and David, when y'all save up and, you know, especially around the balloon pop. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's when I use them. Yeah. Because I go in and, and, and uh, you know, you got to commit to buy something and then you might get a, a bargain. So I love balloon pop day.
1: Balloon pop day is fun. Yeah.
0: Cool. So there you go. There's some of our gift giving guides for the outdoorsman in your life. Is that shooting sticks?
1: Shooting sticks would be a great idea. Speaking of which, I left mine with a friend. I have a shooting stick, and it's in the back of his truck still.
0: It's not doing you any good.
1: No, but I've got his rifle, so, you know, it's oh, fra- good. fair trade.
0: Good trade, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't
1: He can't use it. I can't use it, so it's we kind of like it's uh, mutually assured yeah. not using it.
0: All right. So Anything else we want to cover? Anything else that we just had to have?
1: Not that I can think of. Um like we always said, a guide trip is always great. I, I, you know, I can't recommend that enough. And you can get gift certificates for guide trips. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of us, you know, work during the week, and the only time we got a break is on the weekend. Maybe get uh, your husband or wife uh, a trip, and they can book it at their convenience. And love guide trips; they're always great. Cool. So that's all I got for
0: gift guides. And. Sandhill crane season.
1: Yes, opens today. Are you going? No, not today. You know why? Because they're not here.
0: They're not. They're not here yet.
1: I was informed they're staging in Illinois.
0: They are. <sighs> Dang. <laughs> Camera.
1: Did I? Did I? I'm just going to ask. I'm just going to throw this out here. Did I whine this much when I didn't get drawn that one year? No. Okay, just checking.
0: But you know what? What? I'm going to keep whining. Okay. All through the season, <laughs> as you and all my buddies harvest your cranes. Yes. And I as just, I'm As I'm in the blind taking pictures of the harvest.
1: Right. And I just. I still find it ironically funny. If anybody wondered if this is a fair process, the commissioner. It's not fair. <laughs> the commissioner of the area where the most cranes are did not get drawn, put in for the computer draw, still didn't get drawn. If you had any questions about whether this is honest or not, it's honest. And you honestly hate it. I'll give you that, but it's honest.
0: That's true. I do hate <laughs> it. And, well, the chairman of the commission didn't get drawn either.
1: No? Oh, that's right.
0: So we 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 all got skunked. <laughs> Everybody but Swan.
1: Yeah, he got drawn.
0: Yeah. Again. <laughs> no yeah. bad blood. No, none at all. <laughs> <laughs> None whatsoever.
1: Oh, speaking of fishing, my uh, I got to give a shout out. Uh, we we kind of wonder sometimes because we don't get we get feedback and we get some information, but uh, a lot of people do watch the podcast uh, after the show. And I thought, well, how many people do this? And I was talking to uh, my aunt, and I got to say hi, to Aunt Gidget. Hi, Aunt Gidget. And uh, she actually watches the show not when it's live, but she goes back and watches the whole show. Uh, she and she's me,
0: in where?
1: She's in an, uh, uh, Riverside, Rhode Island. And uh, she sent me a picture of my cousin who caught a really nice cod the other day. I mean, really good-sized cod. And we, I called her the other day, and we were talking about fishing, and she wants me to come up and do some fishing up there. So
0: And she watches, so hello, Aunt Gidget.
1: Hi, Aunt Gidget. Cool. I have to get her to call in so you can hear what it sounds like for somebody from... Uh, rhode island
0: you do you act you do her accent pretty good
1: uh i heard it most of my life growing up so yeah <laughs> all
0: right we'll be right back to wrap up the show tony sanders outdoors
2: mantle, on a couple rusty nails and it's worth a bunch of money sure is the
0: perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a thousand guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs, Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are
1: the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous. Call Beatty's. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping group, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Call Beatty's for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at batesfertilizer.com.
2: Is a burning thing.
0: I love this song. And Welcome back.
2: A fiery ring.
0: Tony Sanders outdoors wrapping it up this Saturday morning. We need
1: we need to ask Cindy if she wants us to leave this uh, this weapon for her in the for studios. For her, her own protection. For her own protection. So
0: You're gonna hold it for some seconds while the delay kicks in? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Or she could just ignore me totally, either one. Yeah, either way. Pretty right. much normal life.
0: Yeah. Like every other woman in your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, pretty much. <laughs> welcome to my world. So, coming up uh, right after this show in just about a minute and a half, outside with Cindy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with her. She'll be well-armed. She'll be well-armed with a hockey puck. Oh, <laughs> well, we've had a good time. It's been a fun show. Hmm. I don't know where everybody was at today. Maybe they're out. Christmas. Where's Beaver, man? I mean, he normally... Uh, I think he's
1: in North Carolina. I think he is uh, Sand Cell Service, if I remember ah,
0: correctly. That would explain a lot. So, mm-hmm. you know, I had a good time, and uh, hope you guys are heading out to the woods. It's going to be a wet day to head out to the woods, but uh, it is what it is. So get out there and enjoy it. What are you doing today?
1: Um, Actually, I'm going to try and do a little organization of uh, my fly tying stuff, because I... Donated a box of flies, and I've tied another box of flies that I got to get in the mail, and I got to put a lot of my stuff back because it's all scattered around. so
0: that sounds exciting. Well,
1: for a fly tire it is, yeah.
0: Well, thanks for stay helping me pick up a safe. No problem. Onen't mm. too heavy, another safe. It wasn't light. Mm, that's for sure. All right, we're done. We will see you next week. Have a great week. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Thank you so much. You have been listening to the podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Lock us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.